Hello and welcome to the next episode of Conflicts, the podcast, the podcast where we speak to the film technicians working in the industry today, working behind the scenes on the films and TV shows that you watch and love or hate. That's fine too, but you still watched it and that's important to us. Um, Anyways, uh, we've been speaking to Andy Appel. He was with us last episode and we were talking about uh, how he broke into the industry, his early directorial efforts. Ending, of course, with the uh, massive, massive, brilliant, beautiful film, Operation Avalanche. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, some of the projects that followed um, and how his career has really taken off in recent, uh, in recent months. And, of course, ending with um, the newest season of a TV show that Andy is directing, which is airing right now on Crave. And that is Dark Side of the Ring Season 4. Uh, it's made through Vice, and at the time of of this uh, podcast being released, yeah, the the, fir- the the fourth season is up, and uh, it's amazing. So uh, if you uh, love good TV, and if you have an interest at all in uh, documentaries or the dark side of '80s wrestling, uh, I highly recommend it. Anyway, it's been a blast, and we hope you're enjoying the ride as well. Uh, if you want to hear more from us and also a second season, maybe, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, uh, like a, like us, please like us, <laughs> be our friends, subscribe, uh, share, do all the things uh, that help us get the word out so that there are people out there that would find this interesting, that would find this helpful, uh, can give us a listen. Uh, thank you again so much to everyone for listening. I don't want to chat anymore. I do it too much as it is. Let's just start, shall we? This is Andy Appel, part two. I love Nirvana, the band, the show. We're okay. going to talk about that next. Cool. Okay. I mean, it is, if you have never seen it, people listening in two seasons, it's on gem. It's free. Just freaking watch it. It is one of the greatest shows ever made. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's criminal that it's not more popular. And if you're a film person, it's like, here, I made this for you. You know what I mean? Like I, it's, it's amazing. It's and a film nerd show. It's a film nerd sure. show. Yeah. Big time. And so, uh, I um, I wanted to watch a couple episodes again just because after watching our, uh, Operation Avalanche, I was like, I, was like, oh, I love this. I'm going yeah. to watch a couple episodes yeah, on Jam yeah. just for fun. And again, my son watched it. Yeah. And so my son has a comment question for Matt. Okay. I don't know if you're going to speak to him anytime soon. Uh, yeah, yeah. But this is for, this is for uh, Matt Johnson. This yeah, is my yeah. 13-year-old. He goes, yeah. uh, Jay's right. All you do is sneak. <laughs> you're just a big sneaker, sneak, sneak, sneaking, because Operation Avalanche is just you sneaking. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now you're doing this. Yep. And I had said, well, he has this other movie uh, about uh, a bully. And he goes, oh, I bet he's sneaking in that one, too. <laughs> so, uh, Matt, you're a big, giant sneak. Why do you sneak? <laughs> why right, Why yeah. is sneaking yeah. such an essential part of all of your storytelling? Yeah. I'll re- I'll, I, could, I could text him that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, my son would love an answer, because he was like, He's right. I'll text him right now. He's just a big giant sneak. Okay, here he is. So I watched. Um, we watched two episodes, and one was the sneak one. I forget which one that was. Now I think it was one of the second season episodes. But there was. Um, we watched the Home Alone one as well, and Baxley just my son Baxley just lost it. He thought it was the funniest thing. Well, he'd which ever one was seen. it? Sorry, the, the Home Alone. Oh, one. the Christmas, the bean, the yes. Christmas one. Yeah, just. 
I think what I love about the show, too, is that these are two characters who are so meta, and they're clearly intelligent on the things that they love, but sometimes they will just oversimplify something. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, you know, I, I did the same thing. I, I put up the man from Space Jam. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you've just done all of this. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's, it's just, it's wonderful. So anyways, yeah, Matt's a big, giant uh, sneak. So uh, yeah. Operation Avalanche, you, you, you were told about this show when you were a kid. Now yep. you're working with them, yep. and now they're going to take this web series, and they're going to make a show. Yeah. yeah. And I guess, you, 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 how did this happen? So, like, at the time, I, I, I worked a lot in, um, for, to pay the bills, I did a lot of uh, food shows. Shot a lot of food shows. They're not, uh, I have a separate kind of IMDb for the food show. All world, good, right? of Which course. Is, nothing, and nothing against those at all. I was a, it was just a different, I wanted to have my film. Two resumes. World, two resumes, yeah, exactly. And I did a lot of food shows, so I was on the road um, doing uh, one of the food shows. Um, I could say it. I'm sure I could say it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a show called Carnival Eats. It's a okay. huge, huge hit. It's That's like awesome. on like season 10 now. But I was doing season two of it, and uh, we were on the road, and I got the call that like, yeah, Vice, because Vice at the time was starting Viceland in Canada. Yep. And they were going to be, do, Rogers was pumping in a ton of money into Canadian Vice content. Uh, and they were going to produce a ton of TV shows out of Toronto. Mm-hmm. It was going to be awesome, you know. And they want to make Nirvana the band the show. They want to do a new Nirvana the band the show. Um, and that was a bit. And they basically were like, "I got the call. Do I want to be a writer, uh, editor, and uh, cinematographer on it?" And that's of course I did. <laughs> so I let I, I I had to quit my uh, food job mm-hmm. on that the food show, and uh, that was a hard i don't like quitting <laughs> jobs you know but I, it was way more in line with where i wanted my career to yeah. go so i i quit and um went right to toronto we started writing i think within i was on the road with the show and i flew back and we started writing within like two weeks of me being back wow. and uh the first episode we wrote was the bean mm-hmm. the, the christmas one and that to me i is my favorite all in episode i of, think it's my favorite yeah. too and it's it's it, it's it to me it was like when everything is just like operating it was operating we, we still had so much freedom at that time and we were like so no I, I still think the show is great as we go on but there was just at that time we like had so much freedom there was it didn't feel like there was a time limit we weren't we weren't battling deadlines yet because it was the beginning yeah and we just like that ed- episode was edited for a year Oh, like wow. just played with for a year and edited and like it was all of us at like I feel like we were just all operating at like the top of our comedic and creative game and like yeah. we just like pitching all these like all of us throwing in jokes and all these crazy things and it just that episode feels like it just feels like every the key core creative teams like episode all together us like all of them feel that way but that one has this there's just something magic about that episode to me that, what I love about the show. And it's kind of interesting because um, so one of the assignments I give my students in third semester is they have to do a Hollywood shot. Okay. Take your favorite shot from a film or just cool. a shot and do it. Yeah. You have thirty minutes yeah. in class, so obviously it's not going to be the same. But how do you how do you strip down the essence of that shot? Yeah. And retell it in this confine. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of what this show is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like. For example, that third episode is the Home Alone one, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the third one. Um, 
right after Jace does the bit with uh, with the yeah. with, with Michael Jackson, right? Or uh, sorry, Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Jace, please. Uh, he goes, oh, the, I'll just you know what? That's why you say the man from Space Jam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The man from yeah. Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, and then he walks outside. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid anymore. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, yeah. Now, but it's just him walking down the street, and yeah. then you cut to a 90 degree, and you see the car. Yeah. But we get it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. So I'll like maybe we we'll talk about that process. Like how? Like like what's it like when you say, okay, we're gonna reference this scene. Yeah. And we have to make sure it hits on all cylinders. Yeah. But we don't have the scale, budget, backdrop, things. So. Yeah. How do I approach this shot? How do I approach the sequence yeah. visually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where like how does that relationship happen with regard to the concepts and yeah. the ideas? Are they thought independently or is it done at the same time as the writing? Oh, it's definitely um it's I would say it's done in the writing. Yeah, would, okay. Yeah. Awesome. And then there I mean there are definite times that we came up with it as it was when we were shooting, you know, because you're writing in cinematographer, so it's a very yeah. unique situation. It is, you find it is very in. weird. Yeah, yeah. But it is, and also uh, as an editor, you did like so much writing as an editor on that show, right? right. Like that was really because you're, you're editing things, too. You're That's putting things together and editing, and then you're kind of rewriting. Our that was part of our job as an editor was like kind of rewriting things because you're like you're putting things together and you're like, oh, it worked better. Like, can we go reshoot this? If you just give me like a couple lines, yeah, set me up for this, like yep. that'd be great. And then, or like, yeah, when we're doing that, can we just and it was good because it was nice to be operating because then I could remember what I needed for the edit <laughs> and I could go in and be like, can you say this? Can you do that? And uh, which was very nice. Um, not a luxury you have <laughs> any no. other time, yeah, yeah. And, um, but yeah, as for the film references, a lot of them, we tried to make it like really plot, um, intrinsic to the plot. Yes. Like it had to be very, so like the, the home alone aspect becomes like that parody is undeniable in that episode. It's a Christmas episode. Like, like we tried to that, that episode more than any, I think we like really wrote those mm-hmm. parody moments. And I guess as far as capturing it without the same budget, a lot of it is like, I kind of like the rule of cinematography to me is like like the the, the um, trajectory of cinematography when you're sitting down with the director to talk about something mm-hmm. is like, tell me what the scene is. Uh, tell me your intention of it. Um, and then I'll try to figure out the tools to make it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so the, the kind of thing is as long as you match the intention of the original scene and the, the feet, the emotion of the original scene, then we we just use our different tools to make it, awesome. which aren't going to be as impressive as like Spielberg's and Jurassic Park oh, or anything. Course, but yeah, 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 yeah. But you get it across. Yes, exactly. Beautifully. Because the intention is matched. So. Wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I especially that one, and I, um, I, I won't. I'll cut this part out. Yes, for sure. Uh, but the funniest line for me was actually in that episode, my favorite bit. And it's when uh, he's like, maybe just being nice. No way. And then he goes, oh, and by the way, and then he took out his penis. <laughs> oh, yeah. He did penis stuff. <laughs> penis stuff. stuff. Yeah, that's stupid. And just with the music and everything, <laughs> yeah. so funny. Yeah. And I guess that's my other question. Like, how did you get the rights to all the music and all the, yeah, yeah. like, there is, like, you have Beatles stuff, you have Kubrick stuff yeah. in there. You've got so much stuff going on. And like. So that's a fair, that's fair use, basically. Oh, okay. But fair <laughs> use is, um. Basically, as if if something, as I said, is intrinsic to the plot, yeah, you can you can use it for a certain amount of seconds. So if you have like, so if two characters watching um, Beetlejuice, right, it 
if it informs your plot, if you can't tell the rest of your story mm-hmm. without those characters watching Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. then uh, you're allowed. You could actually have a fair use claim. You could put Beetlejuice in there for. A I did bit. not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a uh, that's huge. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. But it it has to be so ingrained in it. It yeah. really has to, and you do have to get a lawyer to look at it. Yeah, you always have to have a lawyer to be like, which is you know to just approve it. We had a lawyer who would be like, "No, you're good there," yeah. or, or he'd like tell us to like just make it a little more. Drive it at home a little more, and then, sure. and then you guys are good. I don't want to. Ch- I don't think it should went any other way. I'm very yeah. happy with what it is. It's but a it, perfect show. It yeah, really yeah, is. yeah. But it hurt us with uh, with our accessibility. I think. Yeah, it just yeah. like yeah, it doesn't. And that happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do think it's a show that I think it may find. I always think it may find an audience one day. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in like 20 years maybe totally. one day everyone's like talking about this show. It's like, "Oh shit, yeah, I I, I made that show." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um so uh I guess the last thing I want to talk about and before we move on to the next thing was uh who worked at Criterion? Cuz <laughs> like I'm a Criterion collection yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's painfully obvious that these are Criterion posters all oh, over the place. In the, in the apartment there. Oh yeah, yeah Man yeah, on the yeah, Wire yeah. is like right there. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so <laughs> does I, one of you work at Criterion no, or did no, you we, just we got was a that deal. from the budget? We oh, got a that's deal. awesome. Yeah, we got like some someone who worked I don't know who it was, but there was like a fan or somebody who uh, yeah, we were allowed to use all of those posters. Essentially, amazing. Yeah. I know it's great. It's really great. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. was it was great eye candy. As a as a as a movie nerd, it was great eye oh, candy. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're. I know people are still waiting for season three. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, uh, uh, I forgot it had that carnival ending where I'm like, oh, I'm not happy with this ending. Yeah, um, I know. I know. But uh, so um, you're you've been working a lot with these people. Yep. Uh, for quite a few years now, and yep. and you're definitely getting some relationships building. Um, but then you, uh, you, you, you veer a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, and yeah. so, uh, so some of your next projects include, uh, Psycho Gorman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so how did that come about? How did, uh, how did you, how did life steer you towards Psycho, Psycho Gorman. Gorman? Yeah. Yeah. So Psycho Gorman is, uh, I love, I loved working on that movie. Um, it, uh, I'm trying to think where did it all begin? Um, oh, it w- I actually, yeah. Okay. So. I was hired years before we did Nirvana the band to do um, behind a behind the scenes documentary on a movie called The Void. Mm-hmm. Oh which, yeah. yeah, Sean yeah. Sudbury. So, yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, North Bay, I think. Actually. Was it North Bay? Okay. Or Sault Ste. Marie. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it was. It was a northern. It was, show, a northern, that's it for was sure. definitely a northern shoot. Yeah. Uh, it was Sault Ste. Marie. Was it Sault Ste. Marie? Yeah, because yeah, I f- I flew up to Sault Ste. Marie to start shooting it, and um, uh. I was in between Carnival Eats, a food show I was shooting, and um, we'd finished Operation Avalanche. I don't even think Operation Avalanche was out yet. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't. It hadn't. It was. It got accepted to Sundance, but it hadn't happened yet. Right. We weren't there yet. And um, I, uh, so I started shooting this documentary, and I met Steve Kostansky and and Jeremy Gillespie. Yeah. I met Steve Kostansky and Jeremy Gillespie, who uh, were the directors of The Void, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, Steve and I, we all connected. We really connected. Uh, Steve's a huge movie dork as well. Super, insanely talented awesome. <laughs> person. Because um, he creates all the, everything as well in mm-hmm. his films. Like he oh, creates no all, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And um, anyway, I, m- I met with them. But then there was a funding problem that happened. Like some funding fell through on the film. So that we actually, we were ready to go to camera on The Void and funding fell through, and so I left. And then that was when Nirvana the band picked up. 
So I couldn't come back to finish the doc. But we stayed in contact. And then when we had to do a, um, we had to do a, we were doing a Halloween episode of Nirvana the Band <laughs> called The Book. I which, love that episode. Yeah, which had a werewolf transformation in it going back. So I, I reached out to Steve. I was like, do you want to come do this werewolf transformation for us? And he did, and he killed it, obviously. Yeah, it he did. So good. And um, yeah, that I love that episode, too. <laughs> the book is a crazy, right? It's a yeah, wild it's episode. ridiculous. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's a wild episode, yeah. And uh, it's so out of left field, obviously. Like we, I, But I, I, liked, I liked it when the show would go, like the bank and the book are two episodes very close to my heart because they, they were, I was very heavily involved in those ones. And the bank was, uh, I, I just like it when you put these characters in situations that weren't, I don't know, they, they weren't like, like the real world thing. I love it. I love how well that worked out, but it was fun to see that, Oh, these characters exist in more like sitcom style, style scenarios, you know, totally. like a bank robbery, you know, like, like these characters thrive in those worlds too. And I love, I love that. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, anyway, yeah. So Steve came and did the werewolf transformation and then we just kept in, we kept in touch and he reached out to me and said, I've got this opportunity to make this movie low budget. Um, but it's like, an, it's like if E.T., it's E.T., but if E.T. wanted to kill Elliot. <laughs> and I was like, that sounds awesome. He sent me the script, and I was like laughing my ass off through the whole script. And uh, I said, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it's a great film. It's yeah, a great yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when, I saw your, when I saw your name, I was like, oh, that's fantastic. It's on Shudder. <laughs> Yeah. It is such a good. It's such a good time. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, it's a. It's a. It's it's a really fun ride, and then all of a sudden, uh, we take another uh, huge turn. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> now you're working on. Uh, you're back with Vice. Yes. And you're on um, a show. And I'm serious. I've watched every episode except for one. Oh, sweet. Probably about five times each. Oh, In wow. fact, the Von Eric one. I've probably seen about 10 times yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's so masterfully put together. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the only one I only watched once was the one about uh, Grizzly. I just thought oh, was too, it's yeah. Ruined my, that ruined my week. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that. I'll cut this part out, but yeah, no, yeah. I had no idea that existed. It's deep. It's, it's dark. dark. I always tell like, it's actually, I think one of our most powerful episodes. Yeah. Uh, but I, 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 Always warn people. I always tell them like it's. I, I think it starts with a. I think we have a warning. I think we so. Do. I think there's actually a warning at the beginning, because it's intense subject matter and it's it's um. It's just so yeah. It's just <laughs> what else I to say? Well, yeah, because like I mean, for for me, I was um. I guess we're just gonna dive into it. Really, let's yeah, let's yeah. do wrestling talk yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But like so. I grew up in the 80s, right? I was born in 79. I'm an yeah. 80s kid, so of course I love Jake the Snake. Yeah. Um, and I remember getting to uh, go see a show at WWS, which was a thing that uh, Bloody Bill Scullion put together okay. back in the yeah. early 2000s. Oh, okay. um, bringing up a bunch of retired yep. uh, people coming out to do a show, and Jake wouldn't come out. Yeah. And so, and then you watch Beyond the Mat, and you get this side. So, it, you know, it's... I had this conversation with the director of uh, the O.J. Simpson documentary, the Made in America documentary, yeah, well, okay? Because I, yeah. I was at Hot Docs. Yeah, I got yeah. to sit with him. It was like eight, eight hours straight, and then I sat with oh, this wow. guy, and we, and we chatted. And I said, like, you know, in the 90s, we were lied to. We didn't yeah. realize it, but we were given snippets yeah. of content, and we perceived it as fact, yep. but there was no context. Yeah. And, and now we're getting context. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that episode... As as it did, it really hurt me. I yeah. I was really upset afterwards, 
but it meant so the, much the for me to see Shadow it. Grizzly Smith. Yeah. One. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It meant so much for me to see it. Yeah. Because it brought perfect context to everything. Yeah. But it also makes Jake's triumphs so much more important. Yeah. yeah. Because you're like, my God, you overcame something. Oh, yeah. That people can't even write about. Yeah. Yeah. What an incredible yeah. story. And then people like DDP and everything. And, yeah, and, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, it's, course, yeah. it's, it is, it's, oh, what a hard industry. Well, and, and that one was like, in, I, I feel what was powerful about that episode is it's like, it, it's, it's like, you know, it could have very much been like a, another Jake the Snake story, yes. but it's, it's in the shadow of Grizzly Smith. And it's about like, there are, there's a family there. There's yeah. a bunch of other kids like, you know, uh, um, Robin is a huge part of the story, and she, that, that was yeah. what really hard. Oh my that's goodness, what really yeah. broke my heart. Yeah, Robin. yeah, yeah. And yeah. she was like, honestly, like an incredible. It was an incredible experience interviewing Robin. Like it was an honor to just yeah. And, and she was so like kind and pleasant, and has like for somebody to get on the other side of that and be as strong as they are is yeah. like incredibly awe inspiring. <laughs> it's like it's very like impressive and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was she's. A incredible person yeah yeah i think about i think about that family often <laughs> i i don't yeah. think you couldn't you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah it's 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 wild um uh yeah so I, I mean every episode of that is absolutely fantastic so again you're 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 uh back with vice yep. and you're you're with uh one of the great filmmakers living in canada <laughs> yeah. right now jason the yeah. man yeah jason and uh and so uh how did that come about that so that's a funny one too because that i mean i i I went, I was in film school and I went to see Hobo with a Shotgun. It came out when I was in yes. film school and it just, knowing it's a Canadian film, it just, I think it hit all of us in a way. Like sitting in the theater watching that movie and it was like, oh my goodness. Like here, like this is, this is what Canadian film can be. We can do this. Like we yes. can make, we can, we were like, you know, we have lots of genre roots with Cronenberg and everything. Like, Absolutely. And I was like, oh my, like if this can be what we're funding in Canada. Like yep. this is the, this is the change. Like this is what we need, I think. And, um, I, so I, I Facebook messaged him. Like I found him on no Facebook. Way. I messaged him years ago. And as a student, I was like, I told him what I thought. And I thought I, like how much important it was to me and what a guy responded to yeah. this like little film school kid, you know, he responded to me and was like, awesome. He's like, thanks man. They mental means a lot. And then just throughout the years, I kind of like, you know, we, we, I just like drop him a message and he always would respond just throughout the years. And, um, eventually I think I had, it was little Matthew was at a film festival. It was at Fantasia. Yeah. And oh, wow. he was there and I ran into him and I was like, I got a movie here. And, and then the dirties was at Fantasia the next year. And I saw him again. I was like, Oh yeah. And, and I got his, the DP of Hobo Kareem to come see the dirties. And cool. that was huge for me. Cause I, I love the way Hobo looks. Uh, Hope with shotgun looks. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, and we just like I, I just kind of always kind of had this little, you know, connection. And as my career was starting to happen, and I was doing other things, I would kind of like send them his way, just like check them out. And then it was like this last minute because I actually joined on season two on Dark Side. Mm -hmm. That's where I joined, and it was like an emergency situation where he was like, because I told I when Dark Side was coming out, I was like holy shit, this stuff speaks to my heart. Man, Me too. I, I love it. Like, this Me too. So great. And uh, I'm like, so if you ever need any, any help, I awesome. just said, like, let me know, let me know. And then it was like, it was basically I got a phone call or a, a message 
on Facebook Messenger. I was like, can you can you hop on the phone for a second? I was like, yeah, yeah. And they called me and they're like, can you be in Louisville, Kentucky in three days to like film with Jim Cornette? Uh, we, we like, it's just an emergency. We need you to come in. And I, and I was on a plane in three days to Louisville. And the other, the other big thing, they're like, so you're going to be in Louisville. And then right after that, you're going to Hawaii for a week. I was like, okay. I'll, you know, oh my God. Yeah, I'll go. So I went to Hawaii to interview Don Morocco uh, for the Jimmy Snuka episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, but essentially I went there and I just clicked so much with Evan Husney and Jason, the creators. Yeah. Um, we just like, I think we're just so much from the same school of the uh, same sensibilities and the same school of filmmaking. Yeah. We're all film people and it just clicked. And it was like instantly they were like, okay, do you want to stay on this show? And do you want to come do our recreations? And do you want to do all? I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I'm so oh, down. Awesome. And then that, yeah. And then we've, we haven't parted since on these shows. So, so the recreations all <laughs> yeah. have a very similar look and it's yeah. very shallow depth of field. Yeah. Uh, a lot of shooting from behind. Yeah. A lot of backlight. A lot of backlight. Yeah. Yeah. And it really, really works. Yeah, I think it. I think that's another example of like you don't need a lot of money. No, you just need to be very, very clever. Yeah, yeah. And I think those show it. Yeah, I actually would love to show them in class if I could. You should because yeah. they're they're great examples of getting across an idea. Yes, yeah. Visually beautiful. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. But the words are going to sell it. Exactly. Right? So yeah. you're fine. Yeah. You're just you're just giving a picture. Exactly. Jason and, had pitched it to me as like he said he always pictured it as wrestling purgatory. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's, that's kind of like that. That hit me there. It was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And it kind of feels like these broken memories, you know, of, of uh, unfortunately, a lot of these gentlemen have like very, they're, they're, you know, some of them are suffering from some severe concussion disease and stuff. And yeah. And, and, and I do think about that when we're doing these moments where it's just like, this is kind of this hazy memory of like a, of a time, of yeah. a time long gone. And there's like a lot of flashy colors because, it was. It is such a theatrical thing. So. Totally. Yeah. So you could put in these like flashy bright colors, and it's great. Yeah. It, yeah. it is. It's really fun to do those recreations. I bet. Yeah, I and, bet they were the fun part. And to figure out how to like. Yeah. It's just to figure out how how do we tell this story, in an inexpensive but yet still engaging, interesting way. Yeah. Totally. So yeah. yeah. That's very smart. Very smart. Every episode is incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Um. Like I said, I can't stop watching them. Sweet. Um, and I think the only thing, and I, and again, I'm being dead honest with you. Yeah. I think the only thing right now that I love more is Tales from the Territories. Oh, sweet. Oh, which wow. we're going to talk about next. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the same approach with those vignettes, right? Yeah. It's the same approach. Yeah. But it's happy. Yeah. And... And I don't mean it in the sense of how other people would see it. Yeah. But if you're a wrestling fan, you're like, oh, this is just attempted murder. Right? It's much happier. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I grew up, again, born in 79. So I grew up with a little bit of territory TV here and sure, there. Sure, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know what any of it was. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, a little, little, little mid-self, little AWA yeah. would come my way. Um, just randomly on TV, and then eventually you'd see some of them on WWF. Did Maple Leaf have a broadcast, or was it? It was done by then, right? I gotta be honest; I didn't even know it existed okay, until okay. a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. I only the only thing as a kid I thought that, that was out of Toronto was Jack Tunney. Okay, I thought okay, outside yeah. of that, we just waited for them to come to Hamilton. Yes, yes, to, yeah, to, to cops, and then yeah. we would you know not that I would go, but I would listen to my friends tell me about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so that so for me that was it. I had no idea that yeah. territories were even a thing. Sure. Um, 
I'm a huge wrestling fan, yeah. but I would say that to people that aren't wrestling fans. Yes, yes. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. There are people who, like me are, too, who are beyond I'm, this. Oh, I would never tell Cornette I'm a wrestling fan. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he would just get insulted with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so this, this show has just been absolutely phenomenal. Um, was this your idea? Like, whose idea was no, this? Where did this come from? This was an idea um, I, b- between, um, I believe it was an idea from Evan Husney. Uh, Jason was involved, but it, it was I, it's uh, Evan Husney's brainchild. Um, I think mixed with, the, I think he was discussing things with uh, Seven Bucks, Dwayne's, mm-hmm. Dwayne Barak. Johnson's heard of him, <laughs> uh, Dwayne Johnson's uh, production Scorpion company. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's from the Scorpion King, um, his production company, and um, uh, Chavo Guerrero. I know mm-hmm. was in the discussion too. So I think there was lots of discussion there about just the the idea of oh, so basically we had it was when we were shooting the Road Warriors episode mm-hmm. of of Dark Side of the Ring at. A certain point, all of, we went to Minnesota where they all train with Vern Gagne, yep. and also Evan, the creator of one of the creators of Dark Side of the Ring, is from Minneapolis. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was in his hometown. We're in Minneapolis, and um, all of these guys came back. Like all of the the guys who were alive came back for this interview, and they're all there. Happened to be there on the same weekend. So we're like, oh, let's like get them all in a bar and film them, and we did. Yeah, we filmed. It was like we were not equipped for it. Like. I I was hand holding the camera the whole time, like like for three hours. Oh, <laughs> These wow. guys hitting around and like dying, you know, just like myself and Dan Tamizian, who's the other camera up on, on the road with me. And like it's just it now is he when I had to jump off, he is DPing the show now. Oh too, cool. Or was DPing the rest of season three. And um the uh the docs. Oh, the- I still DP'd all the um the recreations. Right. But he would he would he took over some of the docs there. Um but yeah, we were just holding these cameras like, oh, like so intensely. But it was this experience of being with these guys and we kind of faded away and we kind of disappeared and they were literally just like telling these insane stories. And it was wild. Like they were like howling with laughter and they're all drinking. And it was just like, this is this is something special here. Like it this really is kind is. of a time capsule. And I think from that point on, it became like, this is a show too. Yeah. Like, let's get all these guys to get, the original idea was to get them all at a bar. It just became too logistically. I don't think we, we could we couldn't afford to like close out a bar for a week. You know they don't. Yeah. Want, uh, not not uh, we had a good budget, but I'm bars like that's like them turning off all their revenue right for totally. a week. That's everything. Yeah. And, and it's just like, can we give them however much money that is? And uh, but that I still think I would. I mean, I would love to pitch that for season two to do more of a more of a like in a bar or something like that yeah. like really intimate with yeah. them um but it, i still think it worked out how we did it for sure very happy with it but uh yeah that became the idea is like let's just get these guys together and tell stories we we have like a list of stories that we know about that we sure. can prompt them you know in case there was but a lot of the time these guys just went off like with the yeah. florida episode they just like kind of went on their own thing and and that's like to me the florida episode is like that's my that I love that episode. It's that's so strong because awesome. it follows an angle, a yeah. wrestling angle, as well as the history of the territory. So you've got this like amazing wrestling angle with the the Steve Kern Bob Roop like father in the POW camp yes. angle, and and they're, while they're doing that, there's also the story about Steve's relationship with uh, Eddie Graham, who runs the promotion. So you have this like journey from 
the beginning all the way to the end of this promotion and it's just like that that episode to me was like this worked perfectly <laughs> yeah i love the whole show but that one i do too i mean yeah. I, I it's like i said it's it's a fun watch yes and it's i'm sure there's still some kayfabe mixed in there yeah of course but <laughs> you're getting a little bit of the onion peeled back yeah and they're smiling and they're happy and they're alive. Yes. Yeah. I think so often we get bombarded by the deaths. Yeah. The early deaths of so many of these of these performers. And uh and and, and but they're not all dead, no, you know. No. They're they're and and uh I just find I, I think it's so accessible to people on so many levels. Whether you're whether you're new to wrestling, whether you have a bit of an interest, whether you're hardcore. Yeah. I, I kind of appeals to everyone. Yeah. Um, and I showed my son one episode. I showed him the Andy Kaufman one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because uh, he knows I adore Andy Kaufman, oh, but he's only ever seen the Mighty Mouse bit. Okay, I haven't okay. shown him Man on yeah, the Moon yeah. or Taxi or anything yet. Um, but it just was like wild for him to sit there and be like, did oh, like, my did God. Did he like that one? He loved it. Okay, he cool, loved, cool. He says he's um, he doesn't. He doesn't like wrestling. Yeah, yeah. But he likes stories about wrestling. Sure. Yeah, you can't yeah. sit there and watch a match. Yeah, yeah. The only match he uh, he I we had this big discussion. I was trying to get him into wrestling. It failed miserably. <laughs> but he did say uh, he he agreed with me on my favorite on one of my favorite matches, and that was uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Macho Man WrestleMania three. Of course. And yeah. he was like, "That was amazing. That was yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's uh, but don't show story. me anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you just you lucked out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. And so you got to show him Mankind Undertaker Hell in the Cell. You got to show him. You got to <laughs> show him. Yeah, 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 that day. one is like. <laughs> um, but oh man, like it's just so many memories. But yeah, anyways, it, it, I, 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 I think it's an incredible show. Now you, now you're directing on top yeah. of everything else. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, but you and Jason, are you both doing episodes? Are you co-directing? Uh, how, how does this there were there's work? ones we share some co-directing because I did. I directed the um, roundtable and he directed the recreations for a couple episodes. Yep. Um, but, uh, and I shot those. So essentially that was just, that was all basically schedule reasons. Sure. A lot of this was like, thankfully was schedule reasons. <laughs> like, I'm happy I got to direct it. But uh, uh, Jason uh, could only finish, um, he could only do three episodes mm -hmm. of territories. So I shot all those three episodes. I was the DP on those three episodes. And, um, yeah, he directed them, but there's a bit of cross. So basically, the first three we had to finish were AWA, uh, um, Memphis, and Kaufman. Those mm -hmm. are the first three we had to do. I I directed the roundtable for um, Memphis and Kaufman, and he directed the roundtable for AWA. Uh, but uh, Jason directed the recreations for all three of those. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then. At that point, then then I, it, it becomes me after that awesome. <laughs> as the director and um, uh, Keenan Lynch, my friend Keenan Lynch came yeah, in as a, yeah. as a DP, yeah, awesome. yeah, who, yeah, is so super talented. Keenan and I have uh, worked together for years. He was he was my gaffer for years, like on Psycho Gorman, he was my mm -hmm. gaffer, and on Nirvana the band, and uh, yeah, now Keenan is a very. Uh, well, doing very well as yeah, a cinematographer. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Never met Keenan, but I know the name. Yes, yeah, definitely yeah. floating He's around super a lot. Talented, and uh, yeah, it was great to great to work so closely with him. Um, and the the directing again now the territories recreations we kind of upped it a little bit. Yes, I, that, I hope that was obvious. Yes, it <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, uh, but like we did a lot of exterior locations mm -hmm. which we've never done before, and a lot of like having kind of sets you could see a little bit of. 
And that was like, again, it was because of what you're saying. It was a lighter tone. Yeah. We wanted to see a little more. We wanted yeah. it to like, it's still, we still follow a lot of the same philosophy where it's a memory and it's hazy and those type of things. But it's, I don't know. I felt like it didn't have to be as, it didn't have to be as bleak and as mm-hmm. dark because we're not dealing with, we're not dealing with as dark subject matter. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's more fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I, I, you know, I think I get it. Yeah, yeah. I think I get wrestling culture. Yeah. Um, and and it's it's just not for everyone. Yeah, yeah. But for the people that can look at that and listen to these stories and watch them really smile. Yeah. It means something. Yes. It meant something to me to have this show. Yo, wicked. And oh, I think great. it meant that for a lot of people. Oh, I've that's great. Talked to a lot of people, and we we all adore this oh, show. Awesome. I'd, yeah. I mean, my dream. I'd love to make like a narrative wrestling TV show set in the territories era. <laughs> I'm <laughs> gonna be honest with you. My dream project yeah. and I haven't written it okay is to make a biofilm about Gorilla Monsoon oh shit mm-hmm. and I want it to end yeah. with Gorilla like the the screen yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean yeah and be like there's your legacy you know yeah, yeah. so like him as a kid yeah. him wrestling uh, his, his becoming an announcer yep. his son and the tragedy with him yep. and uh, Bobby the Brain, yeah, and, yeah. and how like the divorce and how painful wow. that was, and yeah. their show on prime time. I think there's so oh, much yeah, yeah. between those two people because yeah. Bobby would be a great uh, supporting actor. Yes, yes. Can yeah. you imagine Bobby the Brain Heenan as a supporting actor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really but the good. Go- but Gorilla is heart. Yeah, yeah. It's a happening. Yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. about him. <laughs> he made it a family thing. Yes, yeah. Right? And I yeah. I that's so that's my dream. That's cool. I would love to do a Gorilla Monsoon story. That's great. Yeah. You got to do it. I know. Now I got <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, 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 exactly. But um so uh the interesting thing was I was watching um I hadn't seen the last two episodes. So I watched them over the break. Uh and that was I, I Crockett and Mid-South. Okay. So those are the last two I watched and I noticed one of my students Recent graduate is on that. Uh, Kyung Yoon uh, was your second AC. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's... So he graduated last year. We wow. call him East. That's okay. his like side name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he is, uh, so um, I made a short film. It's in post right now. Wow. And he did the assembly edit. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. He had to leave for Toronto. Yeah, And yeah. so he got another, I got another student helping yeah, uh, yeah. with the, uh, with the uh, color. Very sharp young man. Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh my God, look at that. And that's amazing. one of my students, oh. literally just graduated. Wow. And yeah. Yeah, I remember, yeah, he was out for a couple of days. Yeah, he was, he was good. I was, again, once I, I was more removed from camera oh, of department course. now. Uh, yeah. Which was a weird feeling. Just <laughs> 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 usually so involved in it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I was a little more removed from it this time around but yeah but i everybody was like that crew is like so top of their game the yeah. whole territories crew is like i i had to go do an um i had to go do something else after it another project uh very just a short film um and yeah i was i realized how spoiled i was, <laughs> <laughs> I was it was dping like i was so I, i'd kind of i was i wanted to do a short just to like get back into it because I still yeah. love DPing, but I'd been so focused on directing for the whole year that I just was like, okay, now I want to go do a short film just to get my DP skills back on. Sure, Although there's yeah. a lot of crossover. So it wasn't like, I, I wasn't like completely stagnant. <laughs> like I, I still, I still understood how to light a scene and stuff. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, but it, but it was with a very, uh, very good, but very green crew. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh no. Oh man. And I had to really like, Oh yeah, hone in for a second and be like, okay, okay, yeah, like you, you, you got to, you just got to help these people along more than you, 
did on territories. You get to kind of like just trust people in territories. Oh. And they just did everything. Like, yeah. oh, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what yeah, you mean. Yeah. Um, especially when they're young too, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so uh, you know, uh, territories uh, just finished its first season. It's yep. on Crave. Yep. Dark Side is on Crave. Uh, you know, a lot of your stuff is 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 all over. Yeah, it's um, all over. Operation Avalanche. Uh, it's on Apple for ninety nine cents to rent. Really? You there you go. It's a deal. It. It's a deal. It's a steal. Um, is it physical? Is there a physical availability? Physical, I, yeah. I I gotta track that. Yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I again, it was just weird to see it again. Going, oh my god, I love this movie yeah, yeah. so much. Um, what's... Psycho, Psycho Gorman's a lot. There's a lot of cool. Psycho Gorman content. Oh, is there in the back? Like oh, in the oh, there's oh, like perfect. there's uh there's the Hunky Boys edition. Yeah, which is like huge. So many special features. Uh, there's Psycho Gorman action figures now. There's t-shirts. Oh, that's amazing. There's a comic book coming out which I wrote on. Oh as no well. way! Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah. So there's a lot coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, is there anything uh, anything coming up that you can talk about, or is everything kind of uh, in wraps right now? Nothing here? I can talk about. I'm gonna make. Fair. I'm making a couple like weird short films of my own. Oh, cool. In the new year. Um, just kind of working on all the final pieces of that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, yeah, making making a little movie. Uh, it's kind of a tone piece for something much bigger I want to mm-hmm. do. But yeah, I'm going to focus on that while I work on some other things that are happening. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's I, amazing. I say and that. that's, that's all you can, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, exactly, it's, a, it's, yeah. A, it's a tricky, it's yeah. a tricky balance. I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Andy, I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna wrap this up because yeah. we've been it's 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 literally been 24 hours. It's another day. That's how long we've been <laughs> yeah, in yeah. here. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> I mean, my stomach was growling for a little bit there. Oh, I hope yeah. it doesn't translate in the mic. But um, really, I yeah. I I mean, sometimes weird things happen. Yeah. Okay. And and I and and several months ago, we just started chatting online on Facebook. Yeah. And uh and and now we're here together. And yeah. and I really. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate okay. what you're doing out there. Keep it up. Make Canada an awesome place with our content. Yeah. And uh, and again, out there, you got to see his stuff. You got to see Tales from the Territories. You got to watch Dark Side if you're okay with yeah, <laughs> dark I, yeah. content wrestling. Yeah. Um, I was always telling everyone at the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was talking about uh, Tiger King. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's cute. But have you seen Dark Side? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like it gets yeah, yeah. way worse than oh, whatever yeah. you're seeing over Dark there. Dark Side's on Tubi too, which is, is free. Is it on Tubi? Yes. Oh, yeah. wow. That's Except awesome. for the Owen Hart episode. That's the only one not on Tubi. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank everyone, you. thank you so much for listening in on this episode. And uh, to all my students, get going on your assignments. They're due on Monday. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you.